know. We're waiting for the police to come. Uh, one of my, my goalkeepers head butted at half time. That'll be for us to deal with. I don't want to use names. It's not right of me to do that. If it's something that we'll deal with internally, there'll obviously be an investigation by the FA. Um, they'll want to bring my players into it, my staff into it. I got sent off for saying that was a bleeping disgrace uh, and you need to do you need to do your bleeping job. Cameron Browning was on the floor and he only got up because he felt he had to. He's, he's struggling because of the tackle and he plays on and they score. If he's, if he's down, the referee, the game stopped. Max Power should be booked for attack in the first minute here and then second here on top of that. It's like in front of the dugout as well. That's real class, isn't it? Welcome along to the Wise Men's Here podcast. We are putting together a quick podcast for you, the listeners, uh, on request. When I say that, about three people have mentioned it, and that is enough to massage our ego, enough to spring us into action and come and do a recording previewing the game on Monday against Peterborough and looking back at what was quite an incident-packed game against Oxford on Good Friday. Joining myself, Stephen Goldsmith, is Gareth Barker, as always. Bonjour. Hello. Um, did you have fish and chips yesterday, Gareth? I did. Did you? I did. I listened to the reaction pod in the queue for the fish and chips. So how does that work then during the lockdown? Because they're not properly open again, are they? Because he's me thinking the, the, the Good Friday tradition of standing in the queue outside for three hours waiting for fish and chips was under threat. No, you can still get fish and chips. You just have to stand... Social distance in a queue, and then you're only allowed so many people in the shop, depending yeah. on... Yeah, so you're outside for even longer. And you've got to wear a mask. So, yeah. Doesn't sound, it, it, it doesn't sound... I didn't really queue very long, to be honest. <laughs> I only nice. queued for about 10 minutes, so... Okay. And was no, it, I didn't was queue it... at all. Well, I'll be honest, I got... Um... Just in. I just vibed it. <laughs> I didn't... I, I had fish and chips, actually, but we just... Um... We just put it in the oven ourselves. <laughs> Co-op have got the, uh, do you know when they've got the like five shelf mail deals for five, have you seen those? Oh, yeah. And you get a, something different from each other. The shelf it was all fish and chips based yesterday. So oh, well. I thought I'm going to go for that because it'll feed all of us. And there's a family to feed and five pounds, not bad to do it. Right. <laughs> um, Richard Easterbrook, that was his voice you could hear as well. Hello. Um, I think we've established you had fish and chips as well there. So should we, yeah. should we move on to the football? Yeah, let's move on from that because we have got uh, a couple of games to mention and uh, we have got things to do. Um, uh, we don't want to be here all day. So you heard Carl Robinson at the start there. I think we might as well just uh, go in straight away. Um, <laughs> I know, Gareth, you said you hadn't heard everything. I've actually picked out the highlights. So I, <laughs> highlights, in, in my opinion, and made a comment on them anyway. Yeah, I think, so you know... Good. Following on from Joy Barton suggesting there's some sort of conspiracy theory really against uh, against his team. I mean, Joy Barton's was laughable why there would be conspiracy theory against Bristol Rovers is is just a, a, a tremendous accusation, isn't it? Um, but I think that you know suggesting that there's something cynical about us not having cameras on, and it's almost like it's a weekly occurrence and it kicks off in the tunnel every week, and that's a deliberate tactic by us, like make sure the cameras are off in that tunnel at half time when we get into them. Um, 
I thought it was interesting when the report asked, you know, just leading on from that, and the report asked him why we got a couple of decisions and they didn't. And he says, well, I think you know why, don't you? And sort of, again, almost suggesting like there's this massive big club bias, which is just the opposite of what we've seen. Um, yeah. He made an especially salty comment, didn't he, about how even with a man advantage, Sunderland went direct and didn't particularly pass the ball around well, but they did. I'm not sure what point he's trying to make there. Mm. Uh, Sykes, who got sent off, who I think is a good player, actually. Um, saw him in Newcastle a couple of years ago in the cup, and he was the best player on the pitch. But anyway, he 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 acknowledged it was a second yellow card. That was the best thing about that. Uh, he was like, yeah, it was a second yellow card, but, you know, he isn't that kind of player. And he said that their fans know that he goes for tackles like that. And again, I don't know what point he's trying to make. He's, he's, he's acknowledged it's a second yellow card and then mourns about it anyway um, on the grounds that Sykes likes to go for tackles. There was an argument that was a straight red. Yeah, it was yeah. two-footed, like yeah. out of control, nowhere near the ball. Like, yeah, and he should have been booked for two challenges before he got, yeah, booked for the softer one. Like, yeah. he, there was one off the ball, and there was one on Jones um, that he should have been booked for, and he yeah. didn't get. It, get it, 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 yeah, it was so. a collection of tackles at first. Yellow card yeah, rather than a tackle itself. Yeah, it? although on on Quest it was a bit strange. It seemed to be like they were like fully out in defensive, like. Like there was like kind of going on like they'd been really hard done by, and it was like, well, you, you know, if I think if you watch a game, I don't think you were hard done by in terms of the decisions. It was almost as if one of the pundits was was a massive Oxford fan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think the point I made yesterday was like, it's nice, it's great to see this reaction. Um, it's nice to see a team coming here, going home really rattled about it. Because the amount of times we've had clubs coming to us and playing the whole kind of inverse snobbery card, you know, treating us like a cup final and saying, oh, Sunderland, little old Oxford have to do a job against Sunderland because they have the biggest wage bill. And, you know, this is huge kind of juggernaut that have come down to this division. Yeah. And we, we we usually just match up against these teams and we've we've gone and we've taken the mick. And they've gone home with a bee in the bonnet, and it's re- just really. I think I find it really funny. It's proper toys out of the pram behaviour. We've yeah. really rattled them. Yeah. Well, it's about uh, you know, it's about time. It's you know, about time. It is. It is. I, I think you know. Finally, on the on the, you know the final thing that I'll, you know that he said, which was quite amusing, really was, you know, after telling the reporter himself, by the way, that he'd been sent because Carl Robinson was sent to the stands, wasn't he? And he told the reporter that I sent to the ref. I think you know, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but he didn't say something like, "You're a disgrace. Do your effing job properly." Um, and then proceeded to say how Max Power lacked class for sliding in front of their mm. dugout when he scored <laughs> after you know being sent off for hurling loads of abusive language to the referee. And then he's, he's talking always, about a lack of class. He's always fuming. Like every, like when we played them the first time, there was a, the lad um, who was now at Middlesbrough. So Brown, um, he was never off his ass. He was just rolling around the floor all the time. Power got sent off for a foul in that game. That was a regulation yellow card, and they sent he got sent off. So you can't go on about decisions in games um, like that, really. I mean, you know, the, we've just been, you know, they were all right on the day, like the neat and tidy when they wanted to be. But maybe if you focus more on building on that instead of like. Because it's every time we play them, the, the histrionics on the touchline and like going on like every single decision is the worst decision in the world. And if you if you take that position, surely your players are going to start like pick up on that. And really, it just gives you an excuse to get beaten every week. Like if you if you went on a bad run, 
And if that's your attitude, you could easily just blame everyone else but yourself. So maybe if you think, you know, we went long and all this kind of stuff, which is rubbish, you know, maybe, and, and you think you're a good passing side, great. Do more of that then instead of twisting and rolling about and trying to, you know, disrupt the game. Yeah. I wonder if the police turned up in the end. He said he was waiting it's for probably, the police as well, didn't he? Probably still waiting. <laughs> Somebody, Sat outside you, you, in his car. You mentioned uh, Max Power there. I mean, massive... do, you, so do, you reckon, do you reckon there's like um, a special football operations department in um, in Oxford? Because they seem to be very keen down there and ringing the police <laughs> when it comes to football. <laughs> should be like yeah, a, it's, be uh, a, we've a got Carl or... Robinson on line one. We've got uh, Stuart Donald on line two again. <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's hotline. a, a hotline, SWAT team yeah. smashing through the windows. <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe there's a button that connects them from um <laughs> Stuart Donald's old office and he just went in there and done it. And they're like, Oh yes, yeah. yes, uh, Mr. Donald. Actually it's Mr. Robinson. Yeah. Um but he doesn't, uh, <laughs> Stuart doesn't mind, he's a fan. <laughs> yeah, he's fuming in here. He's absolutely fuming. Him and Charlie spitting feathers today because yeah, we lost. Um you mentioned Max Power there, massive redemption for him, you feel, because of that red card a couple of years ago, which, again, it's interesting you talk about the way they went on Quest. I haven't seen it yet. I do tape Quest, but I haven't watched it yet. Um, because they were doing the same after that red card, weren't they? Well, record. That was a great, that was great. That was the most star thing of the pod that you've ever said, I think. Tape, tape Quest. Yeah, not the name of the programme and not the, the correct method. Hey, listen, I'll always say tape. tape. You're getting all terms from me. I'm not I'm, I'm not going to... Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to shy away from that. No problem at all. Um, but uh, I've lost my train of thought now. Uh, it's a couple of years ago when he sent off, they were all like, oh, yeah. yeah, that was a definite red card. You know, it's a terrible tackle. And you know, he's tacked somebody down the halfway line and and he got sent off for it. Um, and I, it was good that when um, Sykes was sent off, Power was in a position to be there yeah. to really over-exaggerate the appeals to the ref and play a part in that red card, that would have felt good to start. And then, of course, to get the goal at the end um, that sealed the game because it was done and dusted then and have the chance to slide in front of their bench. He said it himself, didn't he? Their bench have been giving them stick for a, a couple of years. It'll yeah. be, uh, it will, uh, honestly, it will be great just to it. get away from it all, all of this. They all, you know, they all, they're all the same. Like, to give it out. And then as soon as they get a little bit back to just all the, the usual cards come out or big yeah. club... Loads of money, cameras yesterday. Apparently, you've had more cameras than any other club. Um, I think you're fine. We've been reliant on the AFL cameraman for the vast majority of the season, <laughs> Carl. Um, until uh, we we made the investment in in Frankie and Danny. So, yeah, it's another one for the trophy collection, though, isn't it? Most yeah, cameras. absolutely. Yeah, most cameras in in the in the bottom two tiers. Yeah, well done. We us. actually got a trophy because we. Um... We beat the team that knocked Oxford out in the semi-final in the cup. Oh yeah. Um, so there you go. I forgot about that now. Um, interesting. Um, just you know, I know you, there was a reaction pod yesterday, and I don't, I don't want to you know cover too much of what the lads have said there because that was if you haven't if you haven't checked that out yet, and you want and you want the more of the match analysis, then go then go and listen to that. It's still available. Um, just some thoughts before we move on to the Peterborough game, I guess again because I don't want to overdo it. Um, Team selection was interesting. We did wonder if there'll be a couple of people who didn't make the team with an eye on Monday. Um, Grant Ledbetter is the obvious one. Um, and then, do, you know, do we do we think anybody was do we think anybody was involved heavily yesterday? Who might not be involved Monday. What are we thinking? I think, I think 
I know there was um there was a hamstring issue with with O'Brien, wasn't there? Um, so so I think maybe that was with an eye on Monday. Um, if he's feeling a little feeling a little bit of a tight hamstring, you don't want to risk him uh, for two games over the Easter weekend. But I think we I still think despite despite the result, I think I think we missed him, especially in the first half. Um, but I've been banging the drum for O'Brien for a while. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think there's players in there that are, that are quite capable of playing. You know, two in 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 four days. Ledbetter and Winchester, though, the two sort of you think. You've got to play power for me, like he, mm. he's, he's he's got that momentum behind yeah. him. Yeah, he's he's like driving us at the moment. Like he's yeah. driving us forward. Like he's got his detractors, and he's not like the most amazing footballer in the world. But his use of the ball's good, and he wants to be, he wants to get on the ball, and he's a voice. Yeah, he's and, playing well, and he is playing well. He's got himself a couple of goals recently. Um, so yeah he's got to play I'd probably just put Winchester in for scoring in there I thought Scorn actually had a good game yesterday um, it's frustrating with him because he has a game like that and then he'll like, just be terrible like in a few games and then then he'll have another one like that so you know just got to hope if he does play he has one of his better games um, but I'd be having Winchester in probably for scoring with power and then there's no one have talked about the Petra game more so, but I mean, technically, you have to say Johnson yesterday. It was great to see that when they went down to ten men, you know, and how many times we've seen managers in the past do the whole, um, you know, full Bruce get your strike, just pile loads of forwards on. Whereas he knew, obviously, we had that extra man, and instead of doing that, he pushed Gooch to right back. But he wasn't really playing as a right back, really. He was more of a, a wing back because he knew that we'd have all that play and it gave us options for, you know, overloads on that side and to get crosses into the box, which we've scored a lot of goals from. Um, so you have to say, like, I think tactically Johnson as well yesterday got it spot on. And as long as we keep winning, you know, yeah. he's not going to get questioned on his team selection or whatever. I mean, he could pick, he could pick. He could change loads of players, and I don't think there'd be a grumble on Monday. That's it. He's kind of earning that now, isn't yeah. he? He'll he'll put a team out, and we'll kind of raise eyebrows a little bit and go, "Well, I'm not sure about Gooch in the middle." But then he pops up with a goal and an assist, and you think, "Well, he that's, popped that's, up that's, with that's, a goal." That's shown me, isn't it? <laughs> he popped. Oh, Stephen's gone. Stephen's gone. He's fallen into thought. the full well ender. Yeah, he's gone. Never mind. We'll just keep talking. Yeah, he'll come he back. Said he said Gooch was going to pop up with something. Um, but I mean, Gooch is like, like people always say, like utility players. And it's funny how he's kind of become a utility player, even though, yeah. like, when he started um, at Sunderland, he, in the first team, he made his debut against Man City wide and then he went into the middle of the park against Middlesbrough. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says that's his that's his preferred position. He like he prefers playing down the middle. I I don't quite see it myself. Mm-hmm. I think he's more he has more impact in the game as a as a as a winger or coming off the bench. But that said, he he, he came through yesterday. You can't really deny that that front four was quite a potent um, quite a potent force. Yeah, well, he's got that. He could play. He's played up front for us. You know, he's got that yeah. bit of instinct to get into the box. We've seen that from wide areas. Um. And it was good to see him. Yeah. It was it was funny. It's like how well it was great from Jones. How he didn't panic either. He like 
got into that good position and then it was he got his head up and he was had his hands out yeah, going yeah. come on where, who's who's moving for us and then yeah. Gooch went he just popped it to his legs and you know it was massive massive moment because if we'd gone in one nil down that second half task it's probably like we're probably looking at a point in that game I would yeah. say in that position um, but for you know, to get that one then and then, you know, would gives us that em, 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 sorry, impetus, sorry, in the second half to, yeah. to try and drive on to get that that winner rather than the equaliser. Yeah. Um, but think, it was, go on, sorry. You know, not just no, just thinking about the squad generally, it's this, this is the kind of time that a, a squad like Sunderland's will come through because we're going to have options that other teams just aren't. You know, with four, with two games in four days, it's not, you know, we're not going to have to patch it up down in Peterborough. But, you know, we can put out a fairly strong team, even making three or four changes, we can still put as strong a team out as we did on Friday. So so I'm I'm not concerned that that about that too much. Um, that that would be kind of going out with, with a patched up side. I don't think we will be. <laughs> Wise Men Say podcast is brought to you in association with From the Terraces. For a 10% discount, enter the code WMS10 at the checkout stage. While you do that, check out the From the Terraces podcast, presented by Rory Fallow and Matthew Keeling. For more information, search for From the Terraces on social media. So, Peterborough won again, late as well, as did Hull, which was annoying, because I think we were all looking, you know, when we got our noses in front and those two weren't winning, it felt like a huge goal, didn't it? And we thought if this stays the way it is, and it was disappointing that um, that they both got the goal um, to win again. And Peterborough seemed after a little bit of a wobble, a couple of wins on the uh, in a row. Not good for us in terms of timings, but it's going to be a tasty encounter this one on Monday, isn't it? How forward are people? How much are people looking forward to it? I'm more nervous now just just because of those results mm. in the last last couple of minutes yesterday. It was. Everyone seems to be hitting the straps at the same time, and where whereas where the form team, but everyone else is 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 kind of hitting the same kind of speed as us. So it's the momentum that we're generating has to be maintained. And I, I think, whereas I would have taken a point a few days ago, now the way the results have gone, I'm, we have to go for the win to keep it automatic do you for think, me. Do you, do you for, really... for me. I just, think it, I, know <laughs> I just think it's that big that we need it. It, it, it makes a statement. It puts a marker down. Yeah, I think I'm more in the. It would be all right if we drew camp personally. Mm. Like that. I think the way I look at it, what well, we've got nine games left. Say we win five, avoid defeat at Hull and Peterborough. That'd give us what eighty-seven points. I think, mm. you know, if Hull won all of their games now, I think they'd get 94. Right. Um, so, because they've got seven left. Um, so they can only get 94 points. So th- you'd expect them to drop some along the way, especially to drop some against us. So, I mean, yeah, they'd argue we've got points on the board and it's a shame that we didn't gain ground on them yesterday. We could have been in the top, we were in the top two in the 88th minute, you know, um, but 
we're still level pegging, we're still there, and we've got more games than those two teams, and we, we've so we've got more opportunities to get points on the board. Um, so I'm I'm more of the a draw on Monday would be a good result in my opinion because it it just keeps keeps that uh, keeps that nice and congested and nice and tight. Yeah, keeps the scoreboard ticking over. Yeah, you don't want it. I mean, we're going to drop points, and I'd rather drop if we're going <laughs> to. You know, you don't want to. You don't want to lose that game. You know, because the goal difference thing, and obviously, they'd be what five points ahead of us. We'd have a game in hand. So, I think all told, a draw would be a decent result. Yeah, agree. Well, I, I agree. Well, you don't, you, I take. You, I take. You said you take a minimum. Agree? No, I take a minimum of a draw. But I see your point. I'd rather, I'd rather us just because it's been so long since we've been in the automatic pla- places, and I just know that <laughs> it's, it's, it's just it feels it? like it's like huge kind of unattainable target. <laughs> yeah, no, the vortex. Yeah, I just want like, us to do it and then go like, oh, at least we've done that, and then, then, then we're in that box seat and we can kind of we're on the front foot. You do feel like if we did win, that would be the statement win. Mm. Like we've been there in a few statement wins anyway. Our form's been unbelievable, and that, there's no way the rest of the division couldn't have noticed that. But you do feel like going to Peterborough, who, you know, are still really, really good at home, and and winning that game would be massive just for. for oh, a few. it would be. Yeah, we need to pack our studs as well for that. That, that pitch. <laughs> pack your tractor for that pitch because mm. it is bad. But that's going to be an interesting one actually with the team selection. It's do you do you put? Ledby's going to think? Play. Yeah. He, Ledbetter he, he deep trust, playing long balls to work. I, I always had a feeling that he would rest Ledbetter for the um, for the Oxford game because he trusts Ledbetter in those big games when I think composure will be needed at times just to an element mm. of trying to control the game and he, he can do that. Uh, it's always a risk because then if you win a game, you know, that could change. We we, we won on Saturday, so he might not want to break momentum up and, and things can change, can't they? But I'd, I would personally be surprised if Ledbetter doesn't start. I wouldn't yeah. even I wouldn't even be surprised if Winchester come in as well if the two of them came in. I think it'll be interesting to see what he does with Jones on that pitch because obviously he's coming back from the hamstring and it's a heavy pitch and he played seventy five minutes yesterday. But the way he was yesterday, it's like yeah, yeah. you've got to play him. <laughs> like you so can't, good, yeah. you can't. You know he's been like I was dubious about it because I was thinking a lot. I think a lot of people. You know when, and it's only natural when you sign some new players. It's like they're the best new players we've ever had, um, and like his record was modest to say the least in many respects in terms of his return and goals and assists, and in terms of appearances in the last few years. Um, but he's we know been, how bad our loan signings oh, have been as yeah, well since yeah, we've been no. at this level. He's been superb. Like yeah, he's I been, agree. he looks a level above this. Division yeah, is he is comfortably championship yeah. is his level at the moment. Yeah, you would think. His ability to kind of flick a switch and and to kind of switch to change a game on his head and like he's he's a match winner, uh, and he's not taking that long at all to get get up to speed, and just yeah. have him have him in the team. You know, it, it's you kind of have that have just a little bit more confidence that that even if we're we're kind of losing the game, Jones is on the pitch. We're capable of doing something. 
yeah. special. Yeah, which he did because we, we he did a crew. We started the comeback a crew by just mm. raking the one in the top corner. He almost did that again yesterday when he hit the bar. I thought it was frustrating because he could have slipped Gucci. In. Um, I think he made the, the time, right. I think he made the right decision because well, Gucci had a lot of Gucci was quite wide, and I think he would have pushed him wide with the pass. I think it was the right decision. If you you know, it's almost play more confidence anywhere than yeah. you know. Either, you know like I say, he's done it. He's done it before crew. He set the goal up. I I, I wasn't you know. He's got a strike. He's got a strike under no pressure from the edge of the box. Causes the run from Gooch. So he took. He made a decision, and it nearly paid off. You can't really complain about it. If he if he like hooped it like in the raw Z, then you'd have cause to fume. But I think when you've hit the bar, you can probably say, "Well, I've made the right decision." Hmm. Well, I think he will. I think he'll stick with those. Personally, the, the the wide players and Charlie White up front. Um, so I think we will see Jones, McGeady, um, and I mean, White be the McGee- be the be the main three. It's 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 whether O'Brien is fit to come in, as Richard says. It's because you don't know, dear. You? you don't know if he just didn't want to risk it, or whether he is actually injured and he won't make Monday, because that would be the change I would make there as well. And he could potentially bring in a couple of midfielders and that would freshen it up and still have a strong team out. Strong looking team. You we've, got a, we've got the, with the players we've got coming back. The squad's looking. You know, really good. I mean, you know, we've got right to come back into that centre back area if we wanted to in the next few weeks, in the next week. So probably, and Hume to come back. Word for McFadden, I thought he was, you know, he's he's been really good the last few weeks. I agree. Yeah. Um, defensively as well, he seems to have improved. He seems to have. He's not making the same mistakes as he was before. I like how he gets forward and he, he gambles as well. There was a ball that went in yesterday. I think it was from Jones on the right that 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 um you know he was up there you know closing that space down. I like him. I, you know he's 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 had a few faults, <laughs> but I think he's you know I think there's a lot of there's a lot of players that have improved under Johnson and, and McFadden's definitely one of them. I think he's improved and, and fair play to him for for not you know not going just like going the other way because yeah. he was getting criticism and getting abuse I'm still to say I like him as a push for me I'm afraid still I think he's <laughs> I think he's very very limited um, oh, he, is like, limit, like, he is limited but he's you know he's you know, Hume coming back will be oh, yeah. a massive upgrade and I, I can't oh, yeah. really enough really I mean, you can't forget that Denver Hume's probably one of the best young players in in the division um, and was courted by championship clubs last January so not January gone the January before, um, you know he, he's going to be massive because he's he gives you pace. Like he's he's probably after Jones, he's our quickest player. Um, and you know it'll be good to see him and McGeady together on that uh, on that left side. I think yeah, McGeady's like McGeady's going to McGeady's going to track mature, his overlaps time and I'll, time again. I would argue that McGeady is like talking about players improve, and you always say like you never, you never too old to learn and all that. He's improved, in my opinion. His all round game under Johnson is is better. I think McGeady. Um, yeah, his, his game going back over defensively is better than it than it was. Um, and the way he drops in, that yeah, he used to come deep and get the ball. And it used to be a bit frustrating, like before. But now, it's more he drifts into the middle to pick the ball up in spaces, and goes across the park 
and does things that way um, when he wants to get involved in the game, like we saw for the cup final um, with that pass. I don't know. I just, I know there'll be a bit debate to be had about it and it's probably not for a day, but I'd be giving them, absolutely giving them another year. Yeah, if, even we, if we, we got promoted, we are going to do a pod at but, some point, aren't we? Where we're going to talk about who we think we would give a contract to. But I'm with you on that anyway. I think it's, his stats and figures speak for themselves. Oh, yeah, I mean, we, if he paid all season, we could be we could be cleared out at the top. Oh, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely December. He started playing man, and he's made more assists than anybody else. With no league. no preseason, yeah, he started playing. Straight into the team against Wigan without a, barely having a, a game. He had a, a game against, he had a half in an under 23s or something, and then he's been frozen out. He's come back in and he's been phenomenal. He's been a massive difference maker. And again, when the big moment comes yesterday, great finish. Do you think um, Phil Parkinson sits and thinks about it? No, I don't. And that's why he'll never. Get the opportunity to manage at a club like Sunderland again. He'll probably just have to go and manage some other jobber who could yeah. be in League Two. That's that's why he'll end up at that level because he's not capable of seeing that error. This is what we said. You know, I'm, I don't want to start, you know, slapping ourselves on the back, but this is what we said from the start. And that I, I don't want to go over old ground at all, but with that squad of players. A decent manager is capable of getting them up, and and yeah. it's largely proved to be true. I, I know we've had a couple of enhancements in January, but the core of the squad, yeah. the bulk of that squad, is is what we've had for more or less the last two years. So, and you could see that in some of Parkinson's games where we would yeah. just look so much better than the opposition, and now, but you, you you just you know he couldn't sustain it, and he couldn't he, he couldn't get them performing. Um, Makes you think what he's been doing, what what he was doing on the on the training ground with them. Was he doing anything? Well, no, I don't think just... it was Parkin, wasn't it? Who used to do the training? Crazy. I think crazy. He just drilled them into something they didn't need to be. Like mm, it was yeah. very much, you know, you know, the, the approach you would take with a team who you want to punch above the weight would be that a yeah. player like that and set up like that. And then he's coming into a position where you know you've got the players, Phil, you've got the squad. We don't need to see that. It's the other, uh, yeah. But it's it's look, it's it, it's done now. And we've got a manager who. Who um, is like I should say is really almost vindicating a lot of people in a way, um, fans and pundits and stuff who who knew that this Sunderland squad were capable of it. But it's a tough time of the season, and we've seen Easter Monday has been cruel to Sunderland in the past. <laughs> a couple under Peter Reid era comes to my mind straight away. Well, we we've all had. I was thinking about this, and we all were over that first because we we messed both up, didn't we? Easter Monday and Good Friday. Um, so. The under the when the playoff season ended, yeah, yeah, we messed yeah. them both. Yeah, up. QPR Friday and West Brom Monday, was yeah. it? Yeah, we drew the QPR both, yeah. one, was just the worst one. <laughs> yeah, it was. Still think about that Chris Morgan <laughs> back pass sometimes, you know. <laughs> Dude, uh, even though we're not the next year, hundred so. points, I can still <laughs> see Mike Sheeran wheeling <laughs> after he's like stuck that one in the yeah, bottom corner that was mental they like, absolutely battered them for like I know. 80 minutes didn't we 2-0 up and then they scored two goals I don't know I know. never mind it was a long time ago we let it go <laughs> <laughs> still thinking about something that happened like 23 yeah. years ago it's funny you know those images just like and that's just you know what I, mean? I know that I was talking about last season like people jumping up in the living rooms and that and you know I'm sure every Sunderland fan's the same where when you've been to games you've got these almost like <clears throat> 
in your cloud almost like your brain like the cloud part of your brain where you store the photos you got these like little snapshots and moments of all the times you've you've been even 25 years ago you know these yeah you can you can see the moment it happened good or bad you can mm. visualize it you can almost like smell it and all that and that is a shame this season that if we do go up you know those snapshots will be you know watching them on the telly watch it on the telly or yeah. it would have been great to be there saturdays and the one would have been great the, the, the tension at 1-1 where you're just thinking come on let's get a goal when mcgeady shot hit the back of the net the stadium would have exploded yeah and then just because it was spiky as well and because he was yeah. sent off Robinson. I love, stuff, it. I, it, you know, I love been, it when it gets beefy, mate. Like, it would have been great. Yeah, yeah we would have absolutely loved been that great. second half. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, he, getting he, sent off and all the ironic yeah. clothes and everything. Well, yeah. he got it last time, didn't he? He was just a fat Gareth Southgate, I think it was, because he had a waistcoat on, remember that? Because <laughs> it was the first game after the World Cup, wasn't it? First home game after the World Cup. And he, had, he had a waistcoat on, he got battered because um, he was throwing his toys out the pram then as well. But... Burke. It would have been, it would have been like great, but it, it still can be great. It still can be great when, hopefully, on August, whatever day it is, August the fifth, sixth, seventh, whenever it usually is, we're all in our seats again at the stadium and we're walking out a tunnel, a championship team, and that's what, yeah, that's a, it's a possibility, you know, and that moment would be a special moment. Go back into the ground. You know, coming out of a division we should never have been in. Don't care what anybody says. Yeah, it's a due. It's not about the stature of the club. It's about the fact where we were and how we fall and how that shouldn't have been allowed to happen. That's what it's about. And like to go back into the ground, almost to be so, some of the poetic about it that we never got to see us get out of a division we should never have let ourselves get into. Um, and it would be nice to just go back into the ground in in August and be in the championship and have the sun beating down on our backs and celebrating some special moments there and get on the way to the Premier League again. But Monday's a big one in terms of making sure that happens. I'm nervous about it. Was it was so, it was it the same bank holder Monday where we we blew up a Peterborough a couple of years ago? Or was that a um, I think it holiday? was I think it might have been Easter Monday where we drew one one power scored. Right, I, the end. I, I just feel like we didn't have as many as eight games left after that one. Maybe it was the one. No, nah, well, it was. It probably was. It probably was. Because it was right. We play, I think we beat Rochdale on the on the Friday. I think with a late winner, and then it was the Peterborough game on the Monday, and we we conceded in the last minute. Hmm. It could be could be right. It could be wrong. It doesn't matter. It's anyway. the, it was the later one. I've just googled it. It was twenty second of April. Oh, was it? Yeah, I did think it would seemed later because we really that really derailed it for our self promotion because we'd yeah. been in such a strong position and if we it just went from that moment, didn't it? It just unravelled quickly. But yeah. it's 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 exciting again. I guess. it's good to be on Sky again. <laughs> yeah. Um, a record on Sky has been good, hasn't it? Recently, it's as well, which is which is good. Yeah. Even I, in the I championship, think, you know, I think we've we'd done all right. I mean, what I mean by that is, it's just nice for other people to be aware of us again, because you know, people will be aware that that's a, a top of the table clash in the in the division, and it's the kind of game you would have watched as a neutral, isn't it? When, when two you top know. scorers in the league as well, although you know, White's due. You know, I was thinking, would you, when's the last time we had a penalty? I was thinking about this this morning. Does anybody else just sit and stare at the league table every morning and try and like 
I've been doing this a lot. It's terrible. I'm yeah, a forward on Sky Sports. That I'm like looking at the league table and then flicking forward the fixtures and going, hmm, hmm. Well, this just is looking the week at those when games in hand. Yeah, I no. just, we're, we're waiting for it. Feels like now it's there's going to be a significant result one way or the other. Where you know, like I said, when, when we were winning and, and Peterborough and Hull were both drawn at one point, you thought this is the result that's going to be significant, and then they they made it that it was just as you were because they both ended up winning the game, and it's going to happen one game, whether it's in our favour or against us, yeah. where somebody's going to lose and the other teams are going to win, and it's going yeah. to start to take shape a little bit more. Yeah. And we just need it make sure it doesn't go the way we want it to go. Um, are we just, you know, just going back to where we started then just to wrap things up? Are we, have we talked around, Richard, as a general consensus, we'd be happy with a point? As nice as a win would be, as um, big as a statement as that would be? I'd, I'd, I'm, I'm, I'd be happier with a win. Um, I mean, everyone would be happy with a win. I'd be reasonably pleased with a win, yeah. Put it, that way, put it this way, I'd be disappointed with a draw. Okay, interesting. It depends on the context of the game. Yeah. Well, if somebody asks us, will you take a point now? I probably would. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm asking you now. <laughs> I understand yeah, I that if you're winning, if you're winning two 0 with 20 minutes left, and I say, would you take a point? You're going to say, all no. right. I thought we weren't talking about cute now anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't even as going off. Number nine, Johnson Clark Harris coming on. Number 42, Mike Sheeran. <laughs> 57 year old <laughs> Mike Sheeran coming on. <laughs> that's the dream you're going to have before. Yeah. The game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gareth, yourself, you're just yeah, you're happy with that. You think just I'd, don't I'd lose. Take, I take a point yeah. at this stage. Given uh, uh, we've earned the right to draw the game, but like yeah. you said this the other week, the wins we've had, we earned we've earned the right to draw this game. In my opinion, but yeah, I think I might feel differently by the time we get a hull because I, I yeah, I think Peter better than Hull. I have thought for a while Sunderland Peter are the two teams, and I think they'll. I fancy to go, but we never know. We've been Sunderland. We've been here before. You know, we're, we're quite capable of. <laughs> get a good 5-1 spanking or something or 5-0 spanking um, over the years we have seen this before so fingers crossed we'll be back um, we haven't even discussed when we'll be back probably Tuesday are we thinking uh, there might be a reaction I don't know as you can tell we haven't had this conversation there'll be something for you there'll be some content for you Monday, Stroke Tuesday maybe both so as always thanks for listening <laughs>